and trust that all is well with you. And I thank you for letting me into your home and heart. I remain the voice of war. Have you ever tried to redirect an ant from its predetermined path by placing your hand or a piece of wood in its way? If you have, you probably observed that the ant would either circumvent your hand or the piece of wood, finding an alternative route and climbing over the obstacle to continue on its set course. Now, picture this scenario. You witness a raging fire directly in the ant's chosen path and it is rapidly approaching without any awareness of the impending danger. What actions can you take to prevent the ant from reaching the fire? Keep in mind that simply obstructing its path with your hand or a barrier will not suffice. The ant will find a way around or over it. One potential solution to this problem involves becoming an ant yourself, learning its specific language, and then warning it about the imminent peril ahead. If the ant heeds your warning, that's excellent. But what if it remains unconvinced or refuses to listen? Is there anything else you can do? Some might say nothing. However, that's not entirely correct. Doing nothing is just one option. There's another way. This alternative entails demonstrating to the ant that you are truthful and not deceitful. How can you achieve that? You might have to instruct the ant to wait and watch as you venture into the path and endure the flames, demonstrating the consequences of continuing on its current course. Hopefully, the ant witnessing your sacrifice would comprehend your good intentions and promptly abandon its previous trajectory. Ideally, that's what we would anticipate, but it hasn't always been the case. Now, one might inquire, what becomes of you in this scenario? Well, you suffer bonds and perish. So was it worthwhile? Yes, because you may have saved some ants from a fiery demise. Of course, you might wish you could have saved every ant, but that isn't always feasible. Now, I presented this hypothetical analogy to explain the gospel message to you. Much like ants, we have consistently followed our desires and nothing has deterred us from our chosen path in life. It appears we are racing towards something in life. Some even refer to it as a rat race. The Bible states in Proverbs chapter 16 verse 25, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. In truth, we are all advancing toward what we believe to be pleasurable, but regrettably, it is not. Indeed, we are hurtling towards a raging hell. God, foreseeing what lies ahead, attempted to redirect or dissuade us from that path by providing us with his laws and commandments. However, much like the ant, in my hypothetical analogy, we have either sidestepped his laws or disregarded them completely, bulldozing our way forward on the road to perdition. So what else can God do? Like our hypothetical analogy of the ant and the man who wanted to rescue it from the raging fire, God took on human form and spoke our language to communicate with us directly and warn us about the impending catastrophe awaiting humanity. But did we listen? Well, the Bible tells us in John chapter 1, verse 10 to 12, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. What does this mean? It signifies that some individuals listened while others did not. Despite his miracles, signs and wonders, many did not heed his message. They perceived him merely as a fellow human attempting to correct them 
and they pondered, Who is he to judge or correct us? What does he know? If he accuses us of sin, is he not a sinner himself? The plain truth is that he is not a sinner. He is God. He became human to caution us about the impending calamity. Friend, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is both human and he is God. And he came so that we can become the children of God. Someone might ask, are we not already God's children? No, we are creations of God. But when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we become children of God. When we did not heed Jesus' warnings, he took one more step to make clear the gravity of the path we had chosen. He bore the burden of the sins we all committed, for that was the only way he could die. Being found with sin, he could rightfully be put to death for those sins. Through this act, God, via Jesus Christ, who became human, demonstrated the severity of his punishment for sinners. Yes, Jesus died for our sins to caution us against following that path and to reveal the gravity of God's judgment on sinners. But the story doesn't conclude there. He also triumphed over death to convey that if anyone places their trust in him, even though they may die physically, they will be resurrected on the day of resurrection. Just as before, some believed, while many others did not. It is written in John chapter 3, verses 16 through to 21. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. The Bible informs us that those who do not believe make this choice because they prefer their way, which is darkness, over God's way, which is light. God's way exposes all the sinful behavior in which we engage. Anyone desiring to break free from their sinful life will come to God's light, but those wishing to persist in darkness will shun the light of God. Contemplate this, God descended to earth and assumed human form to warn us about the perilous path we are treading. When we disregarded his message, he traversed that perilous path and perished to illustrate what awaits us if we persist on our path to destruction. Yet, many still have not heeded the warning. What more could he do? Well, some might say nothing. Once again, that's not entirely correct. God took further action out of his love for us. He chose individuals who believed in him to spread the good news of salvation through the world. As these men and women embarked on their missions to share this good news, some were disregarded, some were subjected to violence, and others were even killed. Why does God continue to make such efforts for a people disinterested in him? The Bible explains that it is because of his love for us. And in the process, some people believed. Today, God is reaching out to you once more, urging you to come into his light, expose and overcome your sins, and save yourself from the impending disaster. The question is, 
Will you accept God's message or reject it? Will you, like the ant, attempt to evade God's message or completely disregard it, continuing on your path toward destruction? Just as Moses once presented God's laws to the children of Israel and urged them to choose life and blessings over death and curses, I implore you today to make the same choice. You have the option of life and death, blessings and curses, and heaven and hell. Choose life and blessings and secure an eternal future with God in heaven. Let us pray. Father, I pray for all who have heard your message today. I ask that you help them ponder this message and turn to your pathway of light and life. I also ask that you help them receive your message into their hearts and come to you for salvation as you deliver them from this dark and untoward world. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.